Vice.com celebrates a vice and one in the worst possible way. We'll look at a six-year-old drag queen today, unfortunately. There's a new philia, a new sexual orientation, one that has been admonished since the beginning of time, but apparently now, hey, it's 2023, so it should be morally acceptable. And Vox.com wants you to know inflation's not the problem. It's the high prices. And we look back at the significance of yesterday, November 9th, in the Western calendar. Today, on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Welcome into the Friday edition of the program. Fastest growing, strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. Justin Hall and Mitch Prosser joining you on this Friday. It is November 10th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Ding. Today is the official observance of Veterans Day, that in terms of bank closings, parades, post office It's a federal holiday? Yeah, it's a federal holiday. No wonder we're the only ones around. That would make sense. We work through it all. Road closures in downtown Columbia today. So we take this moment to say thank you to those of you who have served or are serving in our United States Armed Forces. We appreciate the sacrifice both of you and your family as you defend our freedom both here and abroad. Vice.com. Tough transition. We want to thank our friend of the program, Libs of TikTok, for bringing us this video. <laughs> We've been featured on Libs of TikTok. We featured them. Yeah, they're a friend That's, of the program. Yeah, we're, we're having fun with Libs of TikTok. It's the definition of friend of the program. So, Vice.com published this piece. Uh, you know, I'm going to stop this at different points because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot to ingest it's disturbing. at one time. So, we will stop as needed and discuss it as we go. Here is the story from Vice. My name is Asa. I am six years old and I do drag. Asa is a baby drag queen. He performs at drag shows as Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls. Lulu Lovely Twirls! He started doing this four, five, now six years old. He is by far the youngest performer we've seen. There's even adult performers that sometimes we can outperform. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there in less than a minute. Less than a minute. We're at the 33 second mark. There's uh, a, he, he can outperform adults. Uh, that in and of itself is a statement. So this young man, Asa, oh. this young boy, Asa, Lulu Lovely, six twirl. years old, doing drag, uh, Lulu Lovely twirls. I just want to make the point, drag performance is not the same as acting on stage in a play. And it is you, not the same as singing opera. And for you guys out there in Gaston, this is not like two cars on a, on a quarter mile. On I-20 Speedway. This is, this is um, boys, man, usually, usually men. Uh, I, rarely, if ever, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you, you're a much stronger connoisseur of this than I am. <laughs> Settle down. Um, uh, usually it's men as women. Yeah. Rarely, if ever, is it women as men. That's rare. It's more like cosplay. That wouldn't be drag in that case. Yeah, it's something just cross dressing. It'd be at that being point. a tomboy. Um, the the problem, the problem I have here. I have lots of problems. Here. <laughs> uh, this it's, this young boy, he's been doing this since he was three. What does that mean? It, what it, does what, that mean? Is it possible? He's doing the flip it, the hair. You know what? You know what? Let's just let I could keep going. Let's oh. just let's just keep going. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the next RuPaul. At first, I was terrified. You never really know what people's reactions are going to be. 
What do you think the biggest misconception of Asa and what he's doing is? Well, I think there's a few. People who don't like what we believe can sometimes be violent. People want to cause harm to our family, like legit harm. We're getting death threats. Horrible things being said. That there was a child stripping. And dancing provocatively. Calling us groomers, pedophiles. Child Protective Services was called on us. And then the anti-drag bill. This is an activity that is exploiting children. We had a child that would be directly affected by this law. Asa whispered in my ear, can I testify? I still wasn't sure where I was at with him performing drag at that point. I said, are you sure you want to speak? It's like he was born to do this. Omaha, Nebraska. We're only going to show the first minute. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. Like, that's flyover country. That's like Middle Earth. I mean, Middle America. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for all of you Lord some of the people, Rings people. Some people up. need to be thrown into Mordor. Um, oh. He's called possibly the next RuPaul. That's, I'm telling you. Boy, that's I something remember, to listen, inspire. We need to return to a place in this country where those who are revered by men include Patton, Eisenhower, Washington, Lincoln, and, and the RuPaul. Great, and the great men of our time and times before. Charles Spurgeon. Maybe maybe a, a I mean, heck, an R.C. Sproul. I don't to, care. Go to There's, sports. Babe Ruth. Tom Brady. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. I mean... Tiger Woods. Yeah, um, no. Uh, Rafa Nadal. Yeah, that's another good one. Cristiano Ru Ronaldo. Paul. Leo Messi. Um, Boy, this just fit. That He fits. RuPaul fits in all these categories. He's a great theologian. <clears throat> well... He's a great athlete. <clears throat> he's a great man of wisdom. <clears throat> so, this... I love the I love the way they chop this up and it's not an accident that as they talk about quote people who don't like us we see signs with scripture on them. Yeah, and then scrolls through it, so yeah. what's a false corollary between those Christians. who believe in scripture, Christians, those that follow Christ and those that would issue death threats. Yeah, and those who because, would do them harm. Because actual literal they're harm. the same, right? Mm. If there's one thing I know about Christians, it's that they're extremely homicidal. No. That's like, I mean, so much so that they go into a Christian school and shoot kids. Oh. Excluding oh. Westboro Baptist. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, which, incorrect? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, mm. careful. Okay, just want to make sure. Was that actually somebody who, never, never mind. No. I'm not going to go there. No. I'm not going to go there. Not today. CPS was called. Child Protective Services was called. Unfortunately, they didn't do their job in removing the child uh, from these parents who were obviously, can we just, they're, obviously using their child they have implanted some scheme or idea inside their child's head that it is okay for a boy to dress as a girl and then parade around amongst amongst others who are doing this in a way that is a sexual fantasy so so let me back up just a little bit and this is maybe controversial you may we're already laugh there. at that what i'm about to say if the little boy puts on his mommy's heels at some point and clops around the house you know hey look ha 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 doesn't you know, mean he wants to be a drag queen. right if he um I, i'm trying to plays with a barbie plays with a barbie or or um you know gets in one of his mommy's dresses and walks around the house and pretend whatever who cares 
Just don't let that behavior continue. And I'm not even saying that you say, Johnny, or in this case, Asa, you can't do that. I'm not even saying that you come down hard on the kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I will say this. You don't thrust him <laughs> into the limelight yeah. and say, hey, here's Asa, Lulu, lovely, lovely twirls. twirls, and yeah. parade him literally, as you just mentioned, in front of people and and I've got to be careful here, who may or may not have fantasies about this sort of thing. Well, it's not uncommon. I will say drag has become much more mainstream, which is sad. Um, it has become much more mainstream. People go to drag brunches now. Those who aren't even, those who aren't. <laughs> Who aren't interested in that in in that kind of way, right? Wink, wink, nod, nod. But they go because it's entertainment to them. It's now it's now entertain. It's it's vaudevillian. It's what's the word I'm looking for? There's another word of a type of performance um, from back in the day. Kind of like it taboo. Yeah, like it's, it, it's it embraces minstrel. the. Ta- it's like minstrel shows. You just go, to, you know, right? It's just entertainment for you. It's depraved. There's no question about it. The problem is, I believe that parents should be held legally accountable for this. Are you are you saying that you would go after? I believe I. It is my personal belief that these parents should not be allowed to raise this child. They are doing harm to the child. Whether they think they are or not is really immaterial to me. They are. And I would rather hold to centuries and millennia of understanding of what childhood is and what parenthood is as opposed to what just became popular in the last five minutes. That, that's where I'm at. And you might disagree with that, and that's fine. We can have that conversation. Justin at palmettofamily.org. <laughs> I hope some of you who might have just got clipped to this video because you disagree with me, email me. We'd love to have you on the show. I would like to say we're moving on to a lighter topic. We're not. I think we just get heavier today. We just get heavier. This is from the Journal of Controversial Ideas. Not a joke. Actually a thing. This study was done. It was submitted on March the 23rd, 2023. It was accepted on September 24th, 2023. And it was published on Halloween because, of course, it was. This, this study, this article, was introduced by Fira Benstow. That's a pseudonym because who in their right mind would put their name on this garbage? The abstract. As one of our most deeply entrenched social taboos, zoophilia is widely considered to be wrong. If you have children in the car, don't let them listen to this segment. I'll give you a second. Three, two, Okay. And having sex with animals is illegal in many countries. In this article, I would like to go against this de facto consensus and argue that zoophilia is morally permissible. This would have major implications for how we legally and socially deal with zoophilia. Zoophilia is one of the few sexual orientations, along with necrophilia, that is being attracted to dead people, and pedophilia being attracted to children, that remains off limits and would have been left aside from the social and has been left aside from the sexual liberation movement in the past 50 years. There is in fact nothing wrong with having sex with animals. It is not inherently problematic sexual practice says this person. So they they define what zoophilia means and then they 
they, de- they introduce the debate over the permissibility of zoophilia. They address questions about whether zoophilia is wrong. And then my favorite part, and by that I mean my least favorite part maybe, is that in section four, they address questions of whether zoophilia is harmful and whether animals can actually consent to it. Yes, that's the main problem. That's, you know, when you bring up this idea, my main, my my first question is, wait, does the animal consent? You know, the nonverbal animal that should not deal in sexual relations with humans and vice versa. Where are we? Are we are, are we on are we on a different planet? Ephesus, Rome, Corinth, Greece, Corinth. Where are we? Yeah, we we are. This is uh, so. If our last block was depravity, this is as my reform friends would call it, total depravity. Um, this is as, um, and we've been saying this for some time. You know, uh, people like us have been saying that bestiality would become part of the acronymic movement. Hey, wait, slippery slope I, alert. I think that PETA and other mm-hmm. animal rights activist groups will push back against this, <laughs> ironically. Am I going to agree with PETA? Ironically, I, I you know, I'm a, a scriber of PETA. Did you know that? I didn't know that. PETA, it, PETA standing for uh, People Eating Tasty Animals. I love that. Um, yes. Yeah, it's it's good. Good. Um yeah, I, I I just I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. We we went from exposing, literally exposing children in the first block, mm-hmm. to whether or not Bambi can or 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 Thumper or uh, I'm trying to think of another animal. Uh, uh, Fido, Yogi the bear. Fido can yeah. say uh huh yeah. or uh uh-uh. Go do this with a bear. See how that works out for you. Go ahead. Don't go near a bear. Um, we like to offer a biblical worldview here, oh, and not just talk about these topics. Yeah. So let me let me let me elucidate you, if you will. <laughs> Exodus twenty two nineteen. These are all from the ESV. So if you're a little bit less reformed, as if, I'm sorry. As if the Old Testament actually talked about this. Whoever lies with an animal shall be put to death. I like that verse. And you, sh- Leviticus eighteen twenty three. And you shall not lie with any animal, and so make yourself unclean with it. Nor, neither shall any woman give herself to an animal to lie with it. Three words. It is perversion. Uh, we go a little bit further in Leviticus. If a man lies with an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and lies with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. Cursed be anyone who lies with any kind of animal. And all the people shall say, Amen. Here's, and I know what you're saying. Well, that's the Old Testament. And then I would like to have a conversation with you. Um, and God's law is pretty clear. And these are not... God's law... We talked about this yesterday, actually. Yeah. God's law is not a list of do's and don'ts. God's law reveals his perfect nature. In order to be more like him, you have to be more like his nature. And his nature is none of these things. Mm-hmm. No. None of them. No. None of them. Um, also, really quick, you know, you know why... You know why people, apart from evil, sinful, depraved, animalistic, sorry, desires, the reason why people aren't attracted to animals is because when God created Adam and he set him in the midst of the garden. He created and, Eve. Uh, but, but before that, what did they do? He went around and named every animal and looked for a helper suitable. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find one. You know why? 
because animals are not made in the image of God. But Moeller here, talked about this this morning. Yeah. Your dog loves you. Yeah. My dog loves me, right? I could be gone for eight or nine hours. I come mm -hmm. home. The king of the home is home. This is great. This is wonderful. Oh, my gosh. My life is great. Give me a bone. But love is not love in that case. Love right. is instinctual reality. This guy feeds me. This guy waters me. This guy gives me a place to stay. And I take He me scratches my itch when I... This guy... Provides. Provider. He is provider. Yeah. It's and I guess that's part of love, but that's not love. The, the dog's not experiencing that. The dog, the T dog has loyalty. But if someone, if I were to give my dog away, if I were to give my dog to another family, within a week, he would love them. He would love them because well, my dog is very sweet too. That might be it. Well, my dog but is when great. he put that and 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 kids don't listen. If he puts his knee or his chin on your knee, you know, and like, hey, buddy, I'm there. That does doesn't that. mean anything more than you are my master Please and I love head. you. Yeah, yeah, he does that all the uh, time, it, by the way. There it is doesn't mean, there. It, that is not, it, it's not, that it, is not a sign of consent. Right. I just want to, I just want to real quick, I feel like we have to mention this passage of scripture at least once a week. And so I'm going to do this. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. God has revealed himself in creation. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. Everyone knows God. He's revealed. He's It's, it's everywhere. He is everywhere. The evidence of God is everywhere. Nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds, four-footed animals, and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up to their uncleanness and the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do these things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, they committed these things." Sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. I would argue this is a good one. Disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only to do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. That was a lot to say. Zoophilia is crazy. Please do not give air to this we as Christians, if we have a Christian worldview, we have to, this is, this is one of those things that isn't a gray area. No. It, 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 zoophilia, bestiality, yeah, bestiality, homosexuality, transgenderism, children dressing as drag queens, pedophilia, none of these things are a gray area for the church. None of these things are a gray area for the biblically minded Christian. None of these areas are a great area for those with a biblical worldview. They are wrong. And for any of you out there wondering uh, or haven't quite uh, awakened to the fact that these are not political issues, hello. Uh, there needs to be no th there need be no piece of legislation limiting this. It's a rule, a law, 
a contract of nature. Yeah. Of nature. We move on now to Vox. We go from Vice to Zoophilia to Vox. It's just a wonderful Friday. Vox.com. Emily Stewart writes this piece. Life in 2023 means being in a constant state of sticker shock. I would argue life from 2021 to 2023, but you do you, girl. You walk out of the grocery store feeling like you're not really sure what happened, but somehow your normal fare ran you $50 more than you swear it should have. Did Diet Coke always cost that much? Or eggs? Maybe you've been putting off buying that new car in the hopes that prices go back to where they were pre-pandemic. Remember when we had BC and AD? Now we have... Now we just have pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. Pre-COVID, post-COVID. The morning after a post-work happy hour, you're left scratching your head. You swear you had two glasses of wine, but the size of your credit card receipt makes you wonder if it wasn't four. Well, I think that's a different issue. How expensive everything is today is a top theme of conversation. The whole situation can be infuriating. The root of what's going on here can feel obvious. Blame inflation, which picked up in mid-2021 and throughout 2022. (laughs) That's because it is the issue. Hmm. But that isn't really the issue anymore, at least not at the current rate, because inflation is coming down. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry? Run that Mm -hmm. by me one more game. Core inflation went down less than a tenth percentage point the last quarter. The actual problem here is prices. Now, why do you think the prices are high, ma'am? Why do you you think the prices are high? Because, well, just basic economics, and I'm just throwing this out there, not because I teach economics or anything like that, but it's because the cost of production is passed on to the consumer. Thank you. In June 2022, consumer prices were up by 9.1% from the year before, hitting a 40-year high that summer. In September 2023, they were up by 3.7% over the previous 12 months. So it went down, but it was still up. In other words, prices aren't going up nearly as fast as they were before, but the cost landscape still stings. Well, yeah. They might not be going up as much as they were, but they're still more expensive. Like, it, I, it's Okay. It, this, is, this is like you telling your, your, your wife asks you, did you, have, did you eat four cookies? You know, eating four cookies in one sitting might not be the best idea. And you say, well, last month I ate 12 cookies in one sitting. So we're going down. We're going down. We're getting there. She said, no, that's not, what I'm, that's not what I'm looking for. Some prices have declined and will likely bounce around and fall, such as, the commodities, as, such as for commodities and goods. Lumber prices, which soared in 2021, have settled. Yeah. Same goes for eggs. Oil prices and many other food prices depend on global factors that are impossible to control. I love, um, the, I love this pull quote, by the way. Which one? Episodes where prices actually fall can be really, really damaging to an economy. Oh, oh, so ba- so not low the, prices are bad. Not only the content and context, but also the phrasing. They can be really, really bad, really, really damaging. I love it. You know, I, I, I feel like a middle schooler writes these sorts of things. So like um, core inflation, whatever that is, and you know, like the cost of goods, whatever that is. If they go down, that could be, like, really, really bad. What this is is a person trying to be a mouthpiece for an administration that can't punch their way out of a wet paper bag. And I don't mean to offend a 7th or 8th grade girl. Because they probably know more than this woman does. Mm. Um, I'm just looking here. Sorry. Uh, Do you want gasoline or do you want something different? Um, Give me me household goods if you've got that. See if I got it. I can give you, um, I tell you what. Bananas. Chicken. (laughs) Chickens. Chicken. So chicken in, I'm going to get closer. I'm going to go November of 2019. A pound of an entire, a, a fresh chicken 
a whole <laughs> chicken, like like the Blues Brothers, a dollar forty five a pound in December of twenty nineteen. We're four years later, a dollar ninety. Now you're saying, oh, that's forty five cent. It's not a big deal. You ever bought a pound of chicken? How about milk? How about milk? Milk in December of 2019, a, a, a gallon of fresh whole milk, mm-hmm. 319 a gallon. In September of 2023, we're looking at, uh, it only gives me to August, $3.93. Go back to 2019, 327 and then what? 327, 397. So 50 cents. I, this is show prep, guys. We we do do it sometimes and sometimes we do it on the fly. Yeah. What's the red and black line there? So red is milk, black is gasoline. These are all oh, the ones I'm showing. So I can click oh, all of cool. these and show them all. So it's fascinating that chicken, uh, like a farm good, stays fairly flat. The the biggest rise in Whoa. price you see is with ground chuck. Ground chuck four dollars and seven cent in uh, September twenty nineteen, up a dollar and a half. That spike right there about was that about March of twenty twenty June, June? Mar- May May to June. Yeah, of man, I remember going to Sam's Club, and the only Wearing thing you mask. could yeah, kind of yeah, sort improperly, because <laughs> uh, I'm just that guy. Uh, I can remember going in with my wife to the mm-hmm. Sam's Club in Augusta, Georgia, while we were visiting my parents. And we bought six pounds of beef, like organic, because that's all they had left. Right. And those little pound packages. And we thought, I mean, it had, it had skyrocketed. And they had little signs that they were rationing it like you can only buy six. And we're like, this may be the last time we ever buy beef. Because it was like astronomically Well, they were doing chicken sales here in Columbia. Yes, I remember out the back of the trucks. I, I, I bought... I bought 20 pounds of wings and 20 pounds yes, of bone-in thighs. Yes, great. we did it up in Anderson because, you know, we believe in shopping all over the state. Great. Eggs in in December of 2019, a dozen grade-A large eggs. And by the way, if you eat properly and you eat healthily, you're going through a dozen eggs a week. Easy. If you eat a breakfast every morning and, if you and you have more eggs. than two humans in your house, you go through a lot more than That's that. That's true. We bought... That's we true. buy, we don't buy uh, 60, 72. Smart. My kids you should are, just invest in chickens. Hmm. Just keep chickens in the backyard hmm. and have them lay. I wonder how the HOA would feel about that. They probably wouldn't. You you do have an Whatever. HOA. They probably wouldn't like that. I live out in the country. Who needs an HOA? I live out in the country. Anyway, we wow, wow. We're scratching up all kinds of good stuff $1.54 for a dozen of eggs. It peaked in December or in January of 2023 at $4.82 a dozen. It's down now to 207. Still, still much more expensive from $1.54. So it's still crazy expensive what, yeah. what things are costing. So this idea that prices aren't the issue. No, it's still inflation. It's still the devaluing. If you de- inflation is the inflating of the currency. The currency does not does not go as far as it did. It is not worth as much as it was. That's what inflation is. Do you know what that causes? High prices. It's, yes, it's the it's domino basic, effect. This isn't this isn't a third year Darlamore School of Business economics concept. This is basic macro economics. It's it. It's not hard to understand. Mm. 
It's not. One more thing on this issue. This came out from Axios yesterday. And again, we were on the road yesterday uh, speaking at the Oconee County Republican Women uh, meeting uh, up in the upper left-hand corner of the state. A beautiful area of the country. Where where above Mitch's head, you see our state behind him where the guy has the telescope eh, or the finder. Is that where he was looking uh, at he, the No, balloon? he's not looking he's not looking at Oconee. He's he's looking a little bit to the to the east you of You call that a telescope? That's a that's a finder. No. That's a musket. Is that a musket? That oh, is, I see his hand on the trigger. Never mind. The, Never mind. Come on, Sorry. Justin. I'm looking from too far away. That is actually a musket, not a not a not a finder. Anyway, we were there, so we didn't get to talk about this yesterday. Population. So we talked about money. Let's talk about population. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. We're talking about major revolutionary battles. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's my fault. The U.S. population in 2025 is expected to be around 335 million people. Some would argue that's too many. (laughs) If we have high immigration... So they're saying that the bust mark is going to be in 2080. That in 2080, we're going to reach a point where something's going to have to give. Because if in 2080, we see high immigration rates continue, our country will have 435 million people. The most likely outcome will be we increase and we see a population rate of 366 million people. By 2100. I won't make it there. In 2100, if we have low immigration, we will be at 319 million. If we have no immigration, if no one comes into the country and we continue at the birth rate we're on, our population will decrease to 226 million people by projection in 2100. Now, the argument being made here by Axios is that this, for this reason, we should allow more and more and more and more and more immigration. My argument is we should kill less and less and less and less babies. Yes. That's my argument. Yes. This is, this is incredible stuff. The Bureau believes the U.S. is expected to age rapidly with people... 65 and older, outnumbering children under 18 by 2029, will become an aging population. What could have happened that would have stopped that? Uh, what? Um, We're going to be an aging population in four years. Where there will be more were, people over 65 than under 18. if there had been 64 million more people from 1973 to 2023? The Bureau believes that 29.1% of the population will most likely be older than 65, and 16.4 will be children by 2100. I ain't real good at math, but 23 minus 73 is 50, right? Yeah. Or is, yeah, 50. So that means that if you were aborted Within when Roe was made law, you would also be having or children. upheld, then you would have grandchildren. Yes. At this point. Yeah, yeah. But you'd be a young grandparent. Yeah. For all of you out there who are in your 50s, you're young. Um, Man. Women, too, are projected to continue living longer than men. Not a shock. The median age rising to 49 years by the end of the century compared to the males, 46. Around 2038, the country will begin experiencing more deaths than births annually. By 2038, based on projections. Now, 
I have a question. What would question. inhibit births? Um. Okay, we're gonna keep this like tip top shelf today. Boy meets girl. Boy falls in love with girl. They get married. Get married. And then they procreate. And then they, you know, they hang know out. Each for, other. They hang out for a little bit. They know each other biblically. And they nine and they months, have babies. Nine to ten months later. Okay, so here's the question though: What would what would allow for more births? Less death. Girl meets girl. Wait, never nope, mind. doesn't work. Boy meets boy. Nope. Zazim um, meets Zizir. Nope. Poof, poof. No. Nope. Self. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up. I the got one. There's 700 of these. We got to have at least one more that works. The non-Hispanic white population is expected to begin declining around 2045. It currently makes up 58.9% of the population, but it's expected that white people will only make up 44.9% by the year 2060. Not there's anything wrong with that. Just worth the data point. The U.S. labor force may only grow a fraction of a percentage annually between 2024 and 2031. As the country ages, health care expenses are expected to surge over 5% between 2022 and 2031, outpacing the expected growth of the GDP. Now again, this is why I agree with Speaker Mike Johnson when he said a couple of years ago that perhaps Roe v. Wade is the reason why we're in such a mess when it comes to Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Yes. Because it's just simple math, people. If we had sixty-four to sixty-eight million more people contributing, uh, let's let's over cut the course that, of time. Let's cut that to because it's fifty years. Eighteen is roughly um, two-thirds of that, or mm-hmm. one-third of mm-hmm. that. So if we had well sixteen, because sixteen-year-olds are legally able to enter into the workforce. If sixteen-year-old enters into the workforce, they start paying Social Security. They start paying uh, income tax. They start paying um, all, all those things that we love seeing deducted out of our paychecks on the stub. If you even get one of those anymore because of uh, direct deposit, um, which I encourage you to get because it's good to see that kind of stuff. Um, if if we had and, and and I I want to value life. So what I'm about to say may sound cold and callous. If we simply had those people here and in the workforce contributing to society in a meaningful, thoughtful, helpful way, then we may not be in quite the mess we're in. So if we had let let's just say um thirty two to thirty eight million people, more people contributing to society who weren't getting stimmies from the government to stay at home after the plant. I mean, sorry, I added an L pandemic. Oh, <laughs> uh, Freudian slip. slip huh? Yeah. Great minds. Uh, then, you know, and by the way, for those of you out there, we, we, this is, this is a sore subject. Uh, there's something going on. We were talking with, uh, Chloe Cole actually about this on Monday, uh, at the stop the insanity event during dinner, uh, and, and part of her team, we were talking about tip culture and the, the way service, the service industry, whether it's restaurants, whether it's, uh, it, the service industry has gone down, um, in, in quality of service. Um, perhaps, perhaps it's because people are unwilling to work. And the question is then why are they unwilling to work? It's because they're being incentivized not to work. I remember this crazy, crazy concept from 
I believe it's Second Thessalonians. If you don't work, you don't eat. Pilgrims use that. Mm, okay. Sorry, not to get all bibli- biblical on you. Um, so that's why I vehemently disagree with those championing for um, the killing of children and whether they do it by complicity or whether they stand somewhere and shout it from the rooftops. Really quick, breaking news. Uh, as of this moment, uh, Air Force Two is wheels down just down the road at the Columbia Metropolitan Airport. Oh, Vice goodness. President Harris stepped off the plane at 937, was greeted by Representative James Clyburn and Democratic National Chairman uh, Jamie Harrison, also failed uh, Senate candidate after spending $200 million. Former Columbia Mayor Steve Benjamin, who is now a White House Senior Advisor and the Director of the Office of Public Engagement, cool. Al, uh, was on Air Force Two with Kamala. Kamala. Whatever. She is heading to the SCDP headquarters. Right down here, where she will file paperwork to uh, run in the presidential primary here in South Carolina, which is apparently the first in the nation. She's flying down here for an hour to file the paperwork. During James the, Clyburn. James Clyburn has Joe's paperwork during the Veterans Day parade. Hmm. Which means they is have to going, shut down the highways. Is she going to the Veterans Parade? Or are they just going to drop in on the Veterans Parade? Does and, she really care about? Uh, I'm not going to impugn her. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm legitimately. I'm, I'm asking her, a question. I'm not impugn her character. I, I don't know if she does or not. I'll let her um, character speak for itself. Let's see if we see her on any floats she, or in she's the back speaking. of the. She's speaking. We see her in the back. No, of the, they won't do that. She no. She won't do that. No, they're coming in. She's filing the paperwork. She's leaving. Why are, couldn't James file her paperwork too? I, and this is a serious question. Uh, you know, RNC, SCGOP, uh, DNC. South Carolina Democratic Party. Uh, maybe you can answer. I, I don't know. I, I know that most of them make um, uh, a, an appearance. Um, can you file that? I know that you have to have handwritten signature. If he if Joe signed it, if they took Joe's hand and they guided his hand to sign the paper, then yeah, James can file. I mean, James Clyburn basically ran him for president last year too, right? So, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, the deader Joe Biden is in terms of mental cognitive state, the better chance Democrats have to win. Throw him down into the basement. Let him come out. Don't, and do a, don't throw him in the basement. Him, guide him down the stairs gently. Have him they appear, got an elevator. Have him appear with Charlemagne. Have him appear, and, and talk about how people aren't black. Have him uh, get up. Uh, don't even debate because that's not going to happen. Just have him appear on a couple of television Jimmy shows. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Stephen Colbert. So he can <laughs> Seth Myers, so he can so he can mm. laugh and say, "Come, come on, man!" But he'll do that from by via Zoom, right? Because he's too busy. Correct, he's too busy. And they'll put they'll dress the basement. I mean, he can do it from the White House. Well, no, the basement's closer to the documents he needs. Those are on a cloud, aren't they? No, in the back in, of an Italian restaurant. No, they're in the uh, <laughs> a bottle of red and bottle of white. Um, final thing today. Take the cannoli. Take the cannoli. I could make more jokes. But yeah, I'm not going no, to. I don't no. think I should. You mean today. about the queen? No. The the significance today is November 10th. We were not on with you yesterday, uh, but November 9th. We are bookended by two significant days. Yes. November the 9th, 1989. Mr. Gorbachev. Yeah. Tear down a, a major day in in world history, and that is because. We get this speech from, I would argue, one of the greatest presidents in the history of our nation. The Gipper? 
Behind me, I won't do my Ronald Reagan. I don't think I could do it that long. Behind me stands a wall that encircles the free sectors of this city, part of a vast system of barriers that divides the entire continent of Europe. Standing before the Brandenburg Gate, every man is a German, separated from his fellow men. Every man is a Berliner, forced to look upon a scar. As long as this gate is closed, as long as this scar of a wall is permitted to stand, it is not the German question alone that remains open, but the question of freedom for all mankind. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. One of the greatest speeches in American history. And that day began the process that we would then later see in, in 1990 and 1991, the fall of the Soviet Union, the liberalization in the best form of the word, of Germany and specifically of Berlin, because what's amazing to me is I was born just uh, seven years after this speech. What's interesting about this is as we move further along in history, we are seeing the argument made that possibly the ones who were right were on the other side of the wall hmm. making decisions. Now, Gorbachev is summarily hated and despised in Russia, I would, I would argue, um, but he made the right decision. He the Soviet Union was collapsing. Their economy was collapsing. The people were living not very flourishing lives. Western leadership at that time, who was the who was the uh, prime minister of Britain? Uh at that time, it wasn't it was it was Thatcher, wasn't it? Was it Thatcher? I want to say it was Thatcher again doing doing some work. It was Margaret Thatcher. By the way, if you haven't seen The Crown, on Netflix, oh, yeah. I'm watching it on Whoever Big Angel. Plays her. Who plays her is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Almost as good as the person who plays uh, now King Charles. I think which I, one? It's uncanny. The the not the older one. I'm in season four. Uh, so okay. season three and four, he looks so much like a young yeah. Charles. Yeah, he does. Anyway, yeah. Beside the point. Western leadership that we saw from 1930 something. Obviously, once we viewed Hitler as a legitimate threat. Through World War II, and mm-hmm. then through the Cold War, mm-hmm. the Western leadership we saw, I would argue, will never be repeated. I wish it would. I wish it would. Eisenhower, Nixon, Reagan. Speaking of Nixon. Churchill, Thatcher. Spe- speaking of Nixon, uh, major development at the Smithsonian National Zoo. Yeah, the pandas are gone. That have been there since 1972, yeah, which uh, which some people and and, and it, it sounds so silly to talk about two actually three pandas, um, attention or um, icing of the relationship between the CCP who loaned us those pandas in 72, mm-hmm. thanks to um, Richard Nixon and Pat, his Pat Nixon um, admiring these pandas. Um, a lot of people are saying that. You know, things are getting a little more chilly uh, in that relationship between America and the CCP. So what we see, I believe, is we're going to have a significant decline in legitimate leadership in the West. By the way, today is November the 10th, so a few dates for you. If you like to know them, of course, we're observing Veterans Day today. 
1954, on this day, President Dwight D. Eisenhower dedicated the USMC War Memorial, the Iwo Jima Memorial, in Arlington County, Virginia. Um, it's a really cool memorial. Uh, Vietnam War in 1970, Vietnamization, for the first time in five years, an entire week ends with no report of an American combat fatality. Mm. Uh, in 1983, Bill Gates introduced Windows 1.0. Oh, wow. How about that? Uh, Germans begin to tear down the Berlin Wall in 1989, as we just discussed. Um, I'm looking for any sort of... Uh, in 2008, so recently, over five months after landing on Mars, NASA declares the Phoenix mission concluded after communications with the lander were lost. I'm looking for any births that might be of note uh, for us. Robert Engel, notable. But very few Tchaikovsky. here. Tchaikovsky is another good one. Looking for a few more Sergei, here. Was that Sergey Brin? No, no, no. 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 Uh, country music singer Miranda Lambert was born on this day, in case you're interested. Um, so not many. Uh, of note, plenty of people were born. Of course, oh, Drew Locke, former Missouri Tiger, uh, was born on this day. Went to the Denver Broncos. He's most famous for rapping on the sidelines and not winning football games. So, again, my point in this, bringing up the Berlin Wall is that we are seeing a a legitimate inability to have true leadership in the West that leads to true good liberalization and true good moral value in the United States and across much of the Western world as we've seen. Vacuum of leadership, um, my friends. Vacuum of leadership. Everything else gets sucked up into it. That's all the time we have on today's show. Thank you so much for watching and listening uh, this week. We appreciate all of you making us one of your first listens each and every day or one of your last listens to make sure you get all of the news. If you'd like to learn more about Palmetto Family, you can do it. PalmettoFamily.org. You can invest in the work we're doing there because it's only by your investment that we're able to continue to do the things that we're doing, such as the show and being over at the Capitol when the session starts in just a couple of weeks. Until next week, for Kevin Cayello, Mitch Prosser, our entire team at Palmetto Family, I'm Justin Hall. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the fastest-growing conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. It's also the strongest, the Palmetto Family Matters show.